are now listening to The War Report. Uh, got an interesting question here from Thomas Jones. It says, when Zach or TJ wins the starting job, okay, do you expect either the other guy to transfer? Does it uh, depend on who wins? Yeah, Calzada's not going anywhere if he doesn't win. Um, TJ has the most eligibility left, so it would make the most sense for him to leave. But he's technically got three more years. Yeah, I, I just don't know where he, because he'd have to sit a year if he transfers again. Um, and I don't know that that makes a ton of sense for him. So I, I'm, I'm going to say it's unlikely. I'm not going to say it's impossible. Like, he could just be like, yo, I'm over this. I'm going to just go somewhere where I know I'm going to play day one, um, you know, and go to an HBCU or, you know, a group of five school or something like that. Like, I don't know. He could, but I, I think it's unlikely. And that doesn't make sense for him after being the buy-in guy at this point, being the most, carrying the, the flag for the program to this point. He's been the most consistent. I'm going to do what the coaches asked me to do. So it, would, it wouldn't look good for him. I don't think go. it looks bad because he's not playing, right? Like, if he's sitting on the bench, like, why would you blame him for being, like, I was bought in and I still didn't play. So you know it wasn't my attitude, right? Like that doesn't look bad. Right. Yeah, right. I don't. I I don't think either transfers. I say it's during the season. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah. No. no. If, no, no, if no, it no, happens, no, no, it's going to no, happen no, after the season. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially if the guy who wins the job like just basically runs away with it. Like, okay. It, well, it, it, yeah. Anything could happen during a season. So even right. if one of them doesn't win it, uh, similar right. to last year, injuries happen. All yeah. kinds of things could happen. So yeah, there, there's almost no chance that someone transfers in like the fall if they don't win this. Because yeah. there's been rumors that Harson's going to be picking a starter in August. I don't know if, how much truth is to that, but if he names a starter in August or he puts out his first depth chart and one of them is number two, are they leaving in the fall? That I, that is almost not going to happen. Like I, that's so unlikely that I don't even know if it's worth talking about that particular scenario. But yeah. yeah. Appreciate the the super sticker, Thomas. Uh, also, Fuller Roberts says, "Do you think Harson will open up the playbook a little more?" I year? think that I think that depends on who the quarterback is. <laughs> that, I'm about to say the answer to right. that is who is the quarterback. Now, what I do expect, uh, based upon what we've already been told and what uh, we've seen in a day, is that um, is that. Uh, Tank is going to be involved in a lot more ways in the offense. They're going to try to basically force the ball to him in more scenarios. They're going to have him split out wide. They're going to try to get him in the place where people are saying, okay, this is an NFL caliber back, not just in talent, but in, um, you know, talent level, but in skill and execution. So they got to show his hands. They got to show him blocking. They got to show him doing all the things. Uh, so I do anticipate that being a, a very heavy focus for the team this year, as I do far know as playbook opening. I do know Tank need to catch the damn ball this year. He had four drops last year. Yeah, and, and you know what? He didn't do a great job tracking that that wonderful pass from TJ in the A Day game either. So it seems as if if Tank is that, covered, that's a that's a tough running back catch to make. I'm not gonna it lie. Is. Yeah, it's a hard one. But like, but if you're I, gonna be out in the pattern and the throw is going to be that good, like he couldn't yeah. even find it. Like that's yeah, it's not. He, I could find it, but the guy made a good play on it. It's it seems that when a body is on tank, he's not a great receiver. I mean, he's not a receiver. So I don't even think that's necessarily a big knock on him. Uh, maybe there are some elite running backs who can kind of double as receivers when they're out in a in a pattern, but that's something that he's got to work on. And I'm I'm with Ike. I think purposefully they are making tank more draftable this season. I'd say if yeah. there's anything the offense is going to be, it's 
make Tank more draftable. That that's the goal of the offense. Oh yeah, he wasn't dropping bombs last year, so he needed to catch the ball. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they, he, that's the to, to Mike's point. He caught a lot of very, he dropped a lot of very catchable passes mm-hmm. last right. year. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was arguing with somebody about this today over on the old bunk. Apparently, there's a guy on Twitter, uh, SEC Stat Cat. You guys seen this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like Clark. Oh Brooks. yeah, oh yeah. He's and, got some good information. If you like, if you like, man, you know, I don't do his stat keeping. His record keeping is suspect at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he put in that we had 46 drops last season. He must have counted that one game where we had 18. Uh, he had, yeah. Kobe, <laughs> he had, yeah. Yeah. He had Kobe with. 15 drops on the season and shed with six. And I was like, what? 15 drops? Do you? I don't know if you understand how ridiculous that number is. That's one of the worst wide receivers in history. 15 drops. 15 like, drops in a season. You, I don't like, even know that you, you could not even start. Some, of, some of the worst teams didn't have drops in, in, in the uh, teens. Yeah. And you're and, saying one dude did. Yeah, one, yeah, and the people were like, uh, that sounds about right. I was like, only if you don't understand what a drop is. 46 <laughs> drops on the seat. I was like, what? I was like, 15 drops. I was like, do you guys understand how ridiculous that number is? 15 yeah. drops means you don't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's that film? The guy skit, the dude playing second base in baseball, yeah. but he ain't got no arms. Edward Scissorhands out, out there trying to catch footballs. I'm yeah. like, what? Like, come on. Just some common sense. Like, if you... Like, there's no way a dude should have 15 drops and, and still, still be, be playing. playing. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Unreal. I was, I could at not. Least, ab- at least on pass plays, right? I mean, I he's probably one heck of a blocker. These situations, and, and definitely the, the, the uh, quarterback's not going to continue to target that guy. If he's dropped 15, right. 15 passes, balls? unless he's getting targeted like 130 times in the season. He had 77 targets. <laughs> <laughs> 44 catches and 15 drops. Give me a break. I was like, this, uh, the, the guy was like, you don't consider Clark Brooks a reliable source? I was like, nah, if he's got 15 drops for Kobe, six for Shad. I mean, and it was only those two he got wrong. The rest mm. of it lined up with pro football focus. Mm. But somehow he but added let's go 13 drops between too, the two. Bro. Like, like, yeah. You like produce problem, 16 right? drops on film for me. Right. Like, where are you counting those? And I want to see the play that you're like, these are the 15 drops he had last oh, year. Oh, I can't. And I was like, and we broke down. We actually broke down all the film after every game, too. So I was like, there's right. no and way I that number is right. I definitely don't remember 15 times calling out Kobe's name for dropping the ball. That right. dude, he must have got lazy, put a typo in, and just was too lazy to correct it. That's all I could think. About 15 drops, like, no wonder he transferred because Harson looked at the film <laughs> and said, yeah, 15 drops, bro, you out of here. Oh, oh God. 15 right. drops. Yeah, like, break, uh, man. Whistley, th- like, maybe he's considering that when he fumbled the ball at Penn State a drop, so he dropped the ball on the ground. Yeah, that listen, one like, I just don't understand how you get to 15. During, George, during the Georgia game, there were a bunch of passes that fans thought were drops that were not drops because those but balls were you, poorly thrown. Right. Even if you count all of those, they don't add another 12 to the total that Kobe had on the season, oh bro. God. Like, I was just like, Yo, wait, well, so what's the accurate dumb. number for Kobe? It was yeah. it was seven drops on the season. Seven, okay. maybe eight, depending on who you ask, because there was one, I think it was during Penn State, Ike, that was questionable. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't—we we reviewed the film. We're like, mm, I could go either way on whether that's a drop or not. 
Yeah. But just because the ball hits your hands, it doesn't doesn't always count as a drop if it's not a catchable ball. Mm-hmm. If you make a circus effort to get your hand on a ball and you don't catch it, that's not recorded as a drop. I still like so, but you're still telling me there's another seven of those on film somewhere where Kobe's being a contortionist and eight. doesn't come down with it. Yeah, seven to yeah. eight. Like what? Come on, man, dude. That like, means he was being extra brain. friendly to the QB and and knocking it on the wide receiver instead of the QB in those cases. I said I just want to see the film on it. Like I, I'm not I'm not going to discount it. Show me 15 on film. Yeah, we saw it. You know, you know it's not there. We did it. We broke it down. You maybe Mike my Jones. memory is bad. No, maybe it's my not. memory is bad. No, it's not. I was just they're like, bro, like what you what you looking at? It. Fifteen. It, drops. It, it felt like fifteen sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. The not third from down Kobe. Conversion. Not from Kobe. I'm talking about the impact. Uh, third down, know. hands on the ball. Oh, come on, man. Stat had to count for a, three. He must be a Bo Nix fan. <laughs> he was recording. He's like, can't put this one on Bo. <laughs> 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 it's gonna have to be Kobe. <laughs> Drop. <laughs> <laughs> Bowles adjusted was like 90% on, on SEC stat cat. <laughs> no way. Uh, <laughs> I do want to get the conversation started because we have the NFL draft. Seemed like it got here real quick. I mean, it always seemed like it's so far away, but the draft starts tomorrow. And I think it's a foregone conclusion. We're not are we're not expecting Anyone drafted tomorrow, but perhaps Friday. Um, I think that will be uh, Roger McCreary. Uh, he, looking at some of his stats, some of his info here, um, Pro Football Focus has him as the 59th prospect. Uh, he's ranked ninth at his position. And, you know, I was just reading some of what the scouts were saying about him. And it's a lot of things that we've talked about Roger, uh, especially last year, especially doing film review, one of the things that they mentioned, which is obvious, is how physical he is and how well he is in pass uh, and press man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he can definitely be an agitator. But one of the things that they did mention that's a concern, and it's been kind of a consistent concern uh, for the next level, is very short arms for a corner. And it makes it a bit of a concern playing press man on the outside. So if he goes to a team that plays press man, he's projected to play in the slot uh, is what we're is what they're saying. Um, They're saying that, of course, because we know he didn't play a lot of this. uh, He's not the most instinctive in zone coverage because he didn't play a lot of zone coverage. I mean, he played a man, lot of press man. Man, I wish man. my dad gone thing hadn't got deleted yesterday. I talked about all of this in my breakdown, bro. That's trash. That's a trash I'm, tape. I'm going with you. I'm going to you, Ike. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Trash. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> hold on. They talked about... Those are a few of the things that they mentioned. I'm, I'm trying to say, what are some other items that they say? Oh, they they noted highly disruptive against Bama, clearly. Um, that's one of the things the NFL.com mentioned as a strength for him. Um, allow separation at a break point. Some of the things that they noted. But Ike, can you give us a preview of this 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 video that you're gonna resurrect from the dead for us to give you us yeah. kind of a high level of your thoughts about Roger? Yeah, Roger McCrary is good, bro. Like, so here's the thing. I 
when you're doing a breakdown or when I'm doing a breakdown on a player, I like to watch more than one game. So so what I try to do first is go and look at who the matchups are. Like where are the teams that are going to have highly touted wide receivers? Did our guy match up with them, right? So you look at Penn State and then you go look at Bama because the because the quarterback's so good. Um and and you go and look at how they performed in those games. Then you next you go and just look at teams that throw the ball a lot, like Mississippi State. How does he perform in those in that game? Um, and then you just randomly pick stuff to try to look. But I looked through film over and over and over and over again. And you know what I found? There weren't a lot of bad reps from Roger McCrary. So I don't want to hear all this stuff about where he struggled. Show me him getting beat a bunch. Tell, you, mm. I, you can tell me about what his 40 time was. He won a, ran a 4-5. You can tell me about his height. You can tell me about his arm length. Show me him getting beat a bunch. You can't find that tape. That's all I need to know. Can he play when you snap the football? The answer is yes. Now, there are some things he needs to work on, 100%. Show me him getting beat a bunch, though. So anybody saying he can't play in press man because he's got shorter, that's trash. Show me him getting beat. Show me him playing press man and getting beat. Is that a lot of that you think has to do with just the fact that they have a certain expectations for your measurables? And yes, 100%. It it's and you make the these, length of his arms and how tall he is. You'll make yeah. a conclusion of him based on his measurables. You can't show me the tape, though. Show me that manifesting itself on tape because I watched, I've, I've watched some analysis on him talking about he's susceptible to losing in jump ball scenarios. Show me the tape. Where is he getting beat in jump ball scenarios? Because there are taller receivers than him in the SEC. There are good quarterbacks in the SEC. You don't think that they said to themselves, oh, we should just put, we can't beat him on this and this and this route. We're just going to put a tall guy on him and put him in the jump ball scenario. Nobody was smart enough to think about that except for the evaluators on NFL.com. Right. He's been starting for three years. Show me the tape where it happened. You can't produce any tape of it. It's not a thing. Now, again, I'm not saying Roger McCrary is flawless. I'm saying he ain't just getting mossed continuously. War Report family, you are listening to the Wednesday Night War Room podcast. You're in the right place for great discussion of Auburn sports news, but there's so much more available to our YouTube channel patrons. Patron-level supporters get first dibs on select content, special chat privileges when we have special segments and big-time guests, and only patrons get access to our off-season football film reviews that kick off after A-Day. We're talking next-level film breakdowns to look at what we did in 2021 and even give us a glimpse of what to expect in 2022. And did I mention the patron giveaways? So head on over to our YouTube page and look for the join button. Become a patron-level member and get your weight up. All right, now let's get back to it. PFF has eight cornerbacks ranked in front of him. Right, number nine. Number nine. But he was the highest-ranked corner last year. Right. Corner pro- the highest, he, highest rated. Get, highest rated. 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 Based highest rated. Right. So, like, I, I don't understand that. Mm. Derek Stingley, I thought, was very underwhelming. They're when loving they him. But they're loving him. He's the I number mean, one. I, He's the number one rated I, corner, right? Yeah, yeah. I know he had a ton of hype. But I thought he was... Very underwhelming last year. Maybe that's just me. 
I know his body of work in college is impressive, certainly, but you know, for a guy who was like potentially preseason like a defensive Heisman candidate, like that's how they were talking about him. I don't. I I just thought he was kind of in, injuries played a part too, part of that hype. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. The 59th overall prospect, Rogers is going to be the first one we have off the board, right? Correct. Ah, uh, for sure. I don't think McLean sure. gets uh, drafted before him. Um, and the only other one who has who was smoke. at the combine was Smoke, and he's definitely not getting drafted. Man, before. guys, I was talking to Blackerby over at Locked On Auburn about this, and. Uh, I was shocked, man. Like, Zach felt like so Kobe might not get drafted at all. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. I, and it's, I was like, it's definitely what? a possibility. Oh, man, that blows my mind. And then I started I, looking I, at I drafting I'd be shocked if he gets drafted before the fifth round. Yeah, I, but, saw, I saw ranges from right. fifth to seventh. Right. That's what I got to, Mike. That's what I got to. But I think it's for the same reason. It's for the same reason Roger is going projected to go into second. It's not because of his play. It's just because of measurables. And I know he didn't do particularly well at Pro Day in terms of his agility drills, but right. the film suggests that you got a you got a gamer on your hands. Yeah, he's four six Again, nine. You're around four six nine forty. Watch his tape. Again, and, and that's why I say fifth round. Like even watching the tape, I'm not looking at like a second round draft pick. He's a tackling machine, but I'm not looking at a second round draft pick when I look at Zacoby McLean's tape. Um, but it's it's I just I just don't understand him not getting drafted. He's gonna he's gonna have to play his way onto somebody's squad though. Mm. Um but yeah, I fifth round I think is a good is a steal for Zacoby yeah, McClain. Yeah, he could just play he could just play. He just he could just play ball, bro. Like one of the put, best tacklers in college put, football. Put the pads on and let him go play. And tell me he doesn't make a difference on your defense. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But I, I but I, I would be shocked if anybody besides those two guys got drafted that are going that are um, draft eligible. Broham, maybe. You know what sucks about getting drafted that low too? Is he gonna get stuck on a crappy rookie deal? He's gonna get stuck on a crappy rookie deal he's gonna be stuck with. He's gonna outperform his contract, but not be able to renegotiate for a number of years. It's really gonna suck. It costs them so much money. Yeah, yeah. Well, those those rookie deals are still better than um. What what, what we sitting at right the house? Now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> playing for yeah, the USFL. Yeah, yeah, man. Allie says, "Can't wait to see where our guys go in the draft." Me either, man. It's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, and again, you give these people like as a Kobe this wide window. So it's, I'm I'm interested to see where he ends up going. I do expect him to get drafted, though. I think it'll be a sham. If he doesn't get drafted in a draft, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I listen. I can see a scenario in which he doesn't, um, but a late round draft pickup, uh, getting Zacoby McClain for his product. Because when you get into, you know, fifth round stuff, then you start looking more at productivity than you do measurables, so you can find gems. And I think he, somebody's going to say, "Hey, man, we're going to put this guy on the roster," um, but. He he will at least be an undrafted free agent, but I just think that that's crap if he doesn't get drafted, man. Uh, John says, I was with some AU guys at the XFL tryouts in Tampa before COVID. I spent a lot of time with scouts there. The 40 time is insanely waiting. Yeah, man, they put a lot of stock in it. Yeah, in I mean, game time. speed is important, man. Like, Because, look, everybody can run at that level, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you were good in college, like the good players – 
are all the faster, like, because the thing about it is you're not going to guess right every time, even if you have really great instincts, being able to make up for it and get there is, is important. But being really instinctive is important too, man. Like knowing where to be so you don't have to be the fastest player on the field is, is invaluable sometimes. Being really smart can make up for a lot of things that aren't good and measurables. And Kobe McClain, listen, man, again, turn the tape on. Watch him point out where he thinks the play is going to go and be right. Watch him always be around the ball. Find me bad reps of Kobe McClain. Now, in pass coverage, he's not great, right? Like and he I, just, and I he think has, that hurts him, too. That hurts yeah, him, he, too. And that's the biggest thing for his speed because, because he takes really— no, not always good angles, but he takes good angles a lot of the time. He has good anticipation. He's good in the run game. He's very willing to like take on a 300-pound dude and just smash into him, roll off of him, and get a tackle. He can play between like he was undersized to be playing a middle linebacker, honestly. He's 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 outside linebacker size, he's middle linebacker speed, middle linebacker instincts. So him playing on the inside probably allowed him to do things that he was better at. But in the NFL, they don't think that translates because they want some big, you know, Ray Lewis built dude to be on the inside. So they're going to want to put him on the outside, but he doesn't have the coverage speed or skill to cover tight ends routinely. And so that's what they're looking at is like, how does he translate? But man, uh, again, he's just good, man. (laughs) He's just really good at playing football. So like, why not put him on your team and give him a chance? Let's finish talking about... Another guy, uh, we, 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 talked, we talked about the first two ballers in McCreary and, and Zacoby. Let's talk about smoke. Um, now, Mike G, you and, you and Zach was talking about him, and you guys were surprised at where he was projected. Now, I'm hearing later rounds, um, but what are you hearing, Mike G? Uh, yeah, Zach and I talked about it. Apparently, uh, smoke is making some noise, and the scouts really like his measurables, and uh, he, I'm just, I was shocked at that. There were a lot of things during this conversation that I was shocked about because I felt like he was very inconsistent in coverage at times. And, you know, uh, apparently he's got a chance to, 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 to make some noise in the mid rounds of this draft. So I don't remember exactly where we were talking about him getting drafted. I just thought, uh, he was one of those guys that, you know, stood out a little bit to some scouts and uh, good for him. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy for him. I hope that uh, at the next level, when he can focus on his craft full time, he could fill some holes in his game and really turn into uh, NFL caliber safety. So I think one of the things that I heard that people were impressed with with Smoke, besides just his willingness to be like a like a an intimidating hitter, like he's a box safety, right? Like he's going to play the run aggressively. Um, he's not scared to go and tackle and hit. Um, but just his love for playing football enough to go out there, even though he knew he was going to the draft to go play the bowl game, he was just like, "Man, it's a football game, right? Why are we going to play?" And I think people just were like, oh, this is a guy who, if I get him on my team, he loves football and he's going to come in here and he's going to work. So I think a lot of NFL scouts loved his just his love for playing football Um, and that impressed people. So, like you said, good for him. Um, I, I can't be as glowing in my praise for Smoke when I put on the tape of him. There are some things that he does really, really well. He's a really instinctive player. He is. Mr. He, Pick Six. 
Listen, he understands what he's doing out there. He looked lost last year, but he was new, he was learning a new system. He was trying to figure it out a, a lot right. early on the fly. So I, I attribute some of that to just not understanding what the assignment was on a particular time because that's what the offensive job offense's job is to do. They're going to shift something in their alignment and make sure that you aren't lined up properly so they can take advantage of that. But right. when, when Smoke is able to play fast and he's able to be instinctive, he's really good, man. And he's he really good. The thing that he has to, to work on is just not lowering his head and wrapping up when he comes to make the big hit. If he does that more consistently, you're going to get beat. Like, listen, again, I, I went on this whole rant about show me the tape. You're going to get beat at some point in time. You're going to guess wrong. You're going to line up wrong. You're going to get beat. But show me a, a, a situation where Smoke's not giving 100% effort. Yeah. Can't find that tape. Right. You can't find him taking plays off. That's one thing you will not find tape of. There are other people who have been in the past in Auburn uniforms where I could say, hey, listen, this dude take plays off every now and then. You ain't finding that tape of smoke. Nowhere. He loves playing football. He loves hitting. He loves being out there doing all of that stuff. So, yeah, if he gets drafted, man, more power to him. I think he um, can have potential uh, to be a good player in the NFL with the right tutelage in the right system. There is a video on Twitter of a bull like hitting a guy up against the fence, and then a second bull comes in really, really late and just demolishes another dude. And the caption said, "The second bull is smoke Monday." Die <laughs> 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 comes in with the late hit and just destroys the dude. I was like, "Oh man, that's that's not fair." Oh man, I I just really wish he could have played more in Georgia games. You know, it just was like yeah, mm-hmm. he just picked the worst time to get. I mean, not that there's ever a good time for for a targeting call, but those games were just awful. Um, All right, so big news today, man. We teased it at the top of the show. Um, this is a a milestone, man. I don't know that we've ever done this in the history of the world. Hey, this is the first time we've done this. Yeah. So for the first time ever in War Report history, we are retiring a show, man. This is the last Wednesday night war room ever in the history of the War Report, man. This is the last uh, Wednesday night war room we will ever. I wish we, I should have had some like music or something for yeah, yeah. like the little like so yeah. Anyway. Last Wednesday night, War Room in the history of the uh, War Report, man. We appreciate you guys for being in here on Wednesday nights with us, man, and uh, just staying on top of us and and helping us to get through our weeks in this way, man. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome, man. We appreciate that. Yep, yep. We're retiring. Y'all been been amazing. Y'all been amazing too, man. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I love y'all support. Y'all, I mean... Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. This last yeah. what year in year and four months now? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, we got church on Wednesday nights now. So <laughs> mom said I had to get to church on Wednesday night. So yeah. So actually, the church service that we're going to be t- attending is the new midweek rapport. So we're just rebranding <laughs> it, guys. I got him. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're rebranding to a new show uh, for a lot of different reasons. There's a lot of other war rooms out there, and we and we're trying to differentiate our brand content. So. Uh, the midweek report <laughs> is going to be the new name and branding <laughs> for uh, <laughs> for this. So it's no longer the Wednesday night war room. Starting next week, it will be the midweek oh, report. No, Twenty two. 
<laughs> and uh, you, you, you know our guy Mike G has been in his bag, right? <laughs> so I'm sorry. I, did I cause panic in the comment section? I haven't been looking at it. <laughs> 22 busy. No, so no, 20, 20, 22 is, been, is, is being really uh, flagrant. Make sure you cancel your Patreon membership if you go over there. <laughs> but uh, hey, midweek report. Midweek report mid-week coming at report. y'all starting next Wednesday. Some more formatting changes to it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, man, we're just trying to continuously evolve as a content creation space. Uh, so we got y'all coming up next week with new content, new ways that we're going to attack uh, being the best Auburn content providers on the internet. Man, uh, we're just going to keep doing that. So yeah. And again, thank thanks again to you guys for just rocking with us through it all. Uh, we really appreciate it. Y'all are really the best. Y'all are the best family of the Auburn family, man. So God bless you all. And Riley, thanks for echoing our sentiment. There really are about 26 war rooms. Yeah, yeah. man. It's, I mean, that's a real thing. Like I said, it, it's brand differentiation is a big thing for us. Um, and so I just, I didn't want to have to fight for uh, recognition. If you wanted to Google the war room, you'd have to f- f- wade through a bunch of other stuff. And so it's like, nah, we just want to do something a little bit different. So uh, we're trying this out. You'll see how long this won't last, but you know we'll we'll rock with it for a minute. Hopefully, y'all enjoy the changes that we're making. Jazzy, bro, I was about to. Jazzy, <laughs> 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 pull up! Oh my goodness! Oh man, Jazzy was like, "I want a refund." <laughs> He's like, "I just, I just got my Patreon membership for this." Yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you guys. So, like, I mean, if you guys know the history of uh, Mike G, you know, I did a hype video way back in 2004 that used to play before the games. And uh, part of you know moving toward doing this full time is being able to do creative stuff uh, for the channel. And um, if you guys didn't know, our channel is 100% produced in-house. Yeah. Between the four of us, we have all the graphic and musical and technical skills uh, to pull together the editing and the graphics that you see. Um, but shout, shout out also to our guy, Lance Daw. Like yeah, he's the only like non-show host that helps on the show uh, with graphics and things of that nature, social media. Uh, but yeah, we're highly blessed to be able to produce this show in-house. And, and because we can, we're not to pay somebody to do creative things for us. We can do creative things consistently, but in large part because you guys support and watch that, that definitely helps. So thank you to our community. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and I know some of y'all are asking, you know, about the time change. Uh, when we recently went to seven central time, eight Eastern Mike is on the East Coast, guys, and uh, we still on our day jobs. And so once we run over, Mike, Mike is up late. And so uh, we moved it just so that, you know, Mike could be functional in the morning on his day <laughs> right. job. Because he's still got a day job, right? So you know, we got to so wake we, up in the morning. Yeah. So a, a lot of it is that, you know, me, Bill, and uh, B. Will, and Ike, we're on the Central. But it, it, was, it was getting rough for, for Mike, and he was struggling. So the move was because of that. But listen— we get to a point to where we really begin to produce more content. We we can we can make some adjustments for you guys when we all you know when we where we want to be. So we we appreciate your support. Continue to share this video, all of our content with your friends. I hear people saying, "Hey man, I tell all my buddies about y'all." We appreciate that. Keep doing that. 
the war report is definitely continuing.